well, it's not going to sound as heavy as it was, but I had a near death. Um, I was going to sleep after a really stressful long day, lots of caffeine, some McDonald's fried food, and a lot of stress about what was happening in my life and the future and the visit and all this other stuff. And I laid down to bed, started trying to relax, and my frickin' heart went into a really strange, low, scary rhythm where I almost started to black out, fade out, and I thought I was going to die. My heart was just weak and barely beating. It was so scary. It was one of the scariest things in my entire life. I thought I was going to die for sure, and all I could think about was how much I loved my wife. Nothing else mattered. Not my company, not my entrepreneurial dreams, not wanting to write a book, not journaling. Nothing mattered at all except my love for my wife. So I told her, I got to go. I'm fading out. We got to go now. And threw some clothes on at 2.30 a.m., raced into the car and drove to the hospital and checked in, got an EKG immediately, and I was shivering in fear like a leaf. I was so scared I was dying. It was so scary. They had the machine hooked up to me and then checked me in, did blood work, drew blood, hooked me up to the monitor and all that stuff, talked to the doctor, spent hours at the emergency room. And it was scary. I thought I was dying. I so much... You know, actually, not so much was going through my mind. Um, it's It's been since the event, so much has been going through my mind. But actually, in the moment, in the near-death experience moment, all I could think of was my wife. And she was right there with me at the emergency room. She knew exactly what was going on. I didn't have to explain anything. We knew we loved and respected each other. We knew we were there for each other. And that's all that mattered. Luckily, I had health insurance and was able to get in the door right away. And they had my information in the system. They knew my medical history, so I didn't have to answer any questions. They just hooked me up to all the machines and put a thing in my arm. And they said, here, we're going to have to leave that there because if there's a procedure, which means if we have to cut you open and do heart surgery, which scared the shit out of me, but... Luckily, that didn't happen, and after all the tests went down, it looks like the only thing that maybe was a little off was potassium, and and I got diagnosed with AFib or some sort of arrhythmia, and I need to uh, get evaluated further with a halter or something. Anyway, my heart's fucked up. It has been for years. Probably all the drug abuse, alcohol, stress anger decades of anger and stress and decades of alcohol and years of marijuana and decades of caffeine oh my god the caffeine is just nasty on the heart so i've been shut down emotionally for four days i've withdrawn haven't been able to tell my parents about the uh, event because of emotional childhood neglect and basically the 
reaction that I know is going to come, the fear of the reaction, the fear of making light of the situation, or the fear of taking blame, you know, not eating healthy, not exercising, etc. So it's been, uh, it's been three, four days of just going over and over and over how I'm going to tell my family and how they're going to react. And I just got out of therapy and all we really have at this point is if I get angry, tell my whoever, I need to take a time out. I need to take a time out. I need to take a time out or they don't know any better. Stuff like this. The more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. And the more I learn, the more I realize I'm sick and I'm very emotional. And it's it's hard. Therapy is hard. It's so hard to find all these emotions and near-death issues and and what's really important in life and learn that everything you've been doing for years and decades doesn't jive with your spirit and soul and heart. It's just, it's just, oh, thank God I'm resilient. I think I'm going to be going to therapy for the rest of my life. And who knows how long my life is going to be. All I want to do now is is get healthy and be there for my wife. That's all that matters. It's all faded away. All the book dreams and the company dreams and the YouTube dreams and the podcast dreams and the and the start a company dreams and the get rich dreams and the real estate dreams and the this and the that dream and the buy a house dream, the American dream, going back to California dream, making it big and talking to my high school buddy dream and that dream and this dream and all the dreams I've been fantasizing about for the last 20, 30 years, they're out the window, near death, post-shock. All that matters is love, starting over from one person, my wife. I love her. I will love her forever. We need each other. It's a healthy relationship. It's not codependence. It's balanced. Communication is perfect. We're best friends. We respect each other. We need each other. We love each other. It couldn't be better. It's like the one thing in my life that's perfect. Everything else is changing or shit. And, uh, I mean, even in three, four days since being hooked up to the EKG and the monitor and getting blood drawn and poked and prodded, I, I've already started micro-walking, which I call exercise, and I've cut out caffeine, which is been impossible I've tried that a million times and thank God to this near this experience I'm able to actually cut out coffee finally I might try decaf someday I don't know depends on how long I go without an arrhythmia but man that was scary I've had one where it beated really fast for three hours in an emergency room in California probably 14 years ago and this one too slow way too slow once I had one after oysters which was understandable but McDonald's oh man I had McDonald's and caffeine and I woke up early that day plus a lot of stress so those were the straws that broke the camel's back the the bottom line is I'm not healthy I'm screwed up I got mental health issues 
I've got physical health issues. I've got aging issues. I've got financial issues. Health insurance actually is not an issue right now. So that really has been the straw that breaks the, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to stop self-medicating camel's back. So maybe they're right when they say adults can't change. Unless there is emotional trauma, adults can't change. And now that I think about it, this near-death experience was definitely emotional trauma. I mean, my therapist said I am shut down in shock, and it's, it's obvious. All I can think about is how to tell my parents without being hurt. And so far, I haven't been able to really say anything. My mom's coming into town on Saturday, and my only goal is to try to not get angry. So life has come all the way back down to the basics, the basic family unit, the basic people around me. Just family and just love. Those are the basics of life. So if you're building anything, a company, a project, a book, a YouTube video, whatever... Just make sure it's in tune with the basics, in tune with, the, with, 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 with what your heart, soul, mind loves. And I know they all say, don't follow your passion. I don't know. I'm, I'm starting over. I have no idea. But I know one thing. If you don't love yourself, you're going to die quicker. And I proved that. I, I came back and... I don't want to die so soon. I want to give my wife the fullest, longest life I can possibly give her. So, if if you're if you're rock bottom or you're if you're looking to make a change, emotional trauma is one way. Near death is a quick way to to change things. I wouldn't recommend it, but it works. <laughs>